Prabhu, can you close the door? Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Pijana Vallabha Girivaradhari Chaya Gopijana Vallabha Girivaradhari Shodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Yamunatiravanachari Yamunatiravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Jaya 
Yashodanandana Brajajanaranjana Yashodanandana Brajajanaranjana Yamuna Teravanajare Yamuna Teravanajare Jaya Shri Krishna Jaya Tanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadhi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Jaya Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 
कृष्ण कृष्ण हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय प्रभुपादा जय प्रभुपादा जय प्रभुपादा जय प्रभु जय भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपादा भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपादा नित्य गौर हरे बोल हरे बोल हरे बोल नित्य गौर हरे बोल गौर प्रेम जय ओम विष्णुपदाय परमहंस परिवराक्राचार्य अस्तोतर अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शीला प्रभुपाद की जय इस्कॉन फाउंडर आचार्य जगद्गुरु शीला प्रभुपाद की जय श्री 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 जगन्नाथ बलदेव सुभद्रामाराणी की जय श्री श्री गौरनिताय की जय श्री 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 राधा वल्लभ भगवा की जय नरसिंह भगवा की जय All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Sh- all glories to assembled devotees. All glories to Sri Sri Guru and Gauranga. ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय So today we are reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, seventh canto, seventh chapter, titled "What Prahlada Learned in the Womb," text number fifty. Correct. Devasuro Manishyovya. देवसुरो मनुष्यो वक्षो गंधर्व वक्षो गंधर्व वजान्मुकुंत चरण 
भजन मुकुंद चरणम स्वस्तिमान स्वस्तिमान देवो सुरो मनुष्यो वा देवो सुरो मनुष्यो वा यक्षो गंधर्व एववा यक्षो गंधर्व एववा भजन मुकुंदा चरणम भजन मुकुंदा चरणम स्वस्तिमान स्वद यथा वयम् स्वस्तिमान स्वद यथा वयम् देवो सुरो मनुष्यो सस्तीमान सदायदावयम् देवोषुभं देवोशुरो मनुष्यो वा यशो गंधर्वये वा बजन मुकुंदाचरणम् भजन मुकुंदाचरणम् स्वस्तिमान स्वद्यथावयम् देवोशुरो मनुष्योवा रोगंधर्वये वावा भजन मुकुंदाचरणम् स्वस्तिमान स्वद्यथावयम् Matajis Devo Suro Manishova Yasho Gandharva Yevava Bachan Mukunta Charanam Svastimansvatyatavayam
word to word meaning deva a demigod asura a demon manusha a human being va or yaksha a yaksha a member of the demonic species gandharva a gandharva eva indeed va or bhajan rendering service mukunta charanam to the lotus feet of mukunta lord krishna who can give liberation swastiman full of all auspiciousness swat becomes yata just as vayam v prahlad maharaj translation and purport by his divine grace shila prabhupad translation if a demigod demon human being yaksha gandharva or anyone within this universe renders service to the lotus feet of mukunta who can deliver liberation is actually situated in the most auspicious condition of life exactly like us within brackets the mahajans headed by prahlada maharaj we'll repeat the translation responsively if a demigod demon human being yaksha gandharva or any one within this universe render service to the lotus feet of mukunta who can deliver liberation is actually situated in the most auspicious condition of life exactly like us the mahajans headed by prahlada maharaja purport short and a sweet one for you today so it's only five lines so let us be attentive correct five lines it's not 50 lines prahlada maharaja by his living example requested his friends to engage in devotional service whether in demigod society asura society human society or gandharva society every living entity should take shelter of the lotus feet of mukunta and thus become perfect in good fortune or auspicious shila prabhupada is saying good fortune okay. om agyana timarandasya jnananjana shalakaya chakshur unmilitam ena tasmay shri guruve namaha
ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮನೋಪಿಷ್ಟಂ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತಮೇನ ಭೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪ ಕದಾಮಹೆ ದದಾತಿ ಸ್ವ ಪದಾಂತಿ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭುನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧಾರ ಶ್ರೀವಸಾದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಐ ಪ್ರಿಪೇರ್ಡ್ ದ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಎಸ್ಟಡೆ ಐ ವಾಸ್ ಬಿಸಿ ಬಟ್ ಐ ಪ್ರಿಪೇರ್ಡ್ ಬಟ್ ಐಸ್ ವಾಸ್ ಪ್ರಿಪೇರಿಂಗ್ ಐ ವಾಸ್ ಬಿಟ್ ಟಯರ್ಡ್ ಸೊ ಐ ಡಿ ನಾಟ್ ಸೇವ್ ಇಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟುಡೇ ಮಾರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಐ ಥಾಟ್ ಲೆಟ್ ಮಿ ಟೇಕ್ ಎ ಪ್ರಿಂಟ್ ಔಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಐ ವೆಂಟ್ ಐ ಕುಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸೀ ದ ಫೈಲ್ ವೇರ್ ಈಸ್ ಮೈ ಡಾಕ್ಯುಮೆಂಟ್ ಐ ಡೋಂಟ್ ನೋ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಗಾನ್ ಸೊ ಪ್ರಾಬಬ್ಲಿ you know on the flow like rajaraja i have to talk <laughs> although i prepared little bit let me see yeah extempore. sorry extempore extempore without the question ah okay anyway i don't know the technical terms prabha i am a layout i am i am a layman yeah okay hari krishna prabha close the mic hari krishna now i think we have a mic problem who is uh, who is in charge of this mic remember last time yeah anyway that's another thing last time a couple of weeks back when i gave the class towards the end i was talking about a storyline about ignorance in bliss i was talking about a storyline and then what happened those who, who were here they were able to listen but those who were listening online including mahatma prabhu <laughs> could not hear the final part of the story line ignorance in bliss because i was talking the climax part when i was speaking the mic went off bhakta mic stopped not cooperating and therefore after the i did not realize yeah after the class i am getting lot of calls prabhu what is the climax what happened i said did you did i not no at that point you know the mic failed and we could not know we could not know so many calls including mahatma prabhu <laughs> when i was going into the altar evening 6 o'clock i was rushing mahatma prabhu can you please tell me what is the climax i said prabhu not now <laughs> i'm going into the altar i will talk to you and then totally i forgot and some of mahatma prabhu knew that i'm giving class and is here all some of you devotees called me i said don't worry it's a climax it will be told you know in a couple of weeks time like that so we are opening out the climax today yeah for online listeners who have missed out this so i was talking about the story of jack and the old lady yeah how jack every day was getting all men from this old lady yeah the old lady used to give jack who was playing in the background in the playground some almonds she will she will call the old lady will call jack and give the almonds roasted almonds yes and jack was eating nicely ah not bad who will not give, like almonds you know so everyone he was taking every day then one day jack was realizing why is this lady all the time giving 
roaster or why not pistachio why not cashews all the time he is giving so let me find out because he is a very smart fellow like us yeah smart boys yeah every day if i give you almond you'll be thinking what's wrong with this guy so they he went up to the lady and asked why are you every day giving me almonds what's the reason behind that for that the lady was speaking the climax you know <laughs> she said i am a old lady i don't have teeth so what i do i buy the cadbury's with roasted almonds i eat the cadbury's and the roasted almonds i'll keep it for you then jack said my goodness i have been taking the leftovers of you all the time if we eat the leftovers of krishna mahaprasad we will go back but if i eat your leftover what will happen to me so he was regretting my goodness i should not do this and so he went back and the next day also the lady called jack i've got some almonds he said no i don't want disgusting and then she tried to call some of her his friends oh you come and jack to warned all his friends don't go to that lady you know she's giving you eaten uh, roasted almonds so do not go to her so the point being last week we concluded by saying that as long as we do not know we enjoy ignorance is bliss but once you have the knowledge that you are a spirit soul yeah we are part and parcel of krishna then that enjoyment gradually grows. it's not it will not go all of a sudden but gradually it goes so this is so important you know as long as we do not know who we are we may enjoy in ignorance but once we get clarity but once we get knowledge that we are spirit soul and part of krishna we have got nothing to do with this body then we will be happy we will not go back that's a moral okay so we finishing off with last week okay will clear prabhu okay <laughs> now we will move to this week okay this week this week shila prabhupada in the purport or in the translation talks about demigod demon human being yaksha gandharva or anyone in the universe as to render service to him as to render service to the lotus feet of mugunta yeah and if you do that one will have a good fortune or all auspiciousness one will develop we have different kinds of people in this world yeah different kind of people now all these people have got different ideas on good fortune or auspiciousness for example in this world you know it is comprising of three modes of material nature hmm? people in the mode of ignorance what do they do what is a good fortune drinking smoking worshiping the ghost black magic all this people in the mode of ignorance people in the mode of passion what will they do money that means the the worship another human being like minister politicians you know just to get some money mode in the in the mode of passion and mode of goodness they worship the demigods to get some favors to satisfy the material desires 
they go to the demigods. So there are different people in the in this material world within the three modes. As long as we are in the three modes, we are bound by the laws of material nature and we cannot progress, we cannot get liberation. Because the three modes of material nature will be binding the soul. The moment you act on the three modes, it binds a living entity. And it doesn't give liberation. What is liberation technically? Liberation is releasing the soul. We are spirit soul. We are trapped in this body. As long as we act on the body, there is no liberation. If we act on the body, one more body. If you act on the soul, no more bodies. That's a subtle phenomenon. But this three modes is comprising of, sorry, this material world is comprising of the three modes. Yeah? And as long as we act within the three modes, there is no liberation. It will bind you. Either in the mode of ignorance, passion or goodness. So therefore, one should go beyond the three modes for liberation. Very important point. As long as we are inside the three modes, fluctuating, we will not get liberation. We may get a better birth in the next life, okay? A better living. But liberation we will not get, yeah? So we have to go beyond that. And for that, what one should do? If we want to free ourselves, it's very difficult to free from the three modes on our own effort. It's not at all possible. So what we do? We take help of Krishna. Why? Because it's beyond the three modes. If my hands are tied up, yeah? if my hands and legs are tied up, how can I be free? I am not free, I am tied up. So someone has to come and release my ties. Isn't it? In the same way, Krishna is not within the three modes. He is beyond the three modes. So only Krishna can give liberation. Mukunta. One who is beyond the three modes can give you. Huh? And for that, what we have to do? For Krishna, to release us from this material bondage, what we have to do? Guys. Yeah, how do you do that? Yes, that's what is said. Mukunta, therefore you take shelter, it is there. Srila Prabhupada is talking. Take shelter of him. Surrender to Krishna. That is the bottom line. So, if you surrender, what do you mean by surrender? In short, we are not talking technical terms. In short, when we say surrender, what do we mean? Follow the instruction of Guru and doing service to Krishna, that is our surrender. Everyone has got different levels of surrender. So, doing service, devotional service, loving devotional service, that is surrender. It gives a different levels, aspects, yeah? Simple. And that surrender comes by knowledge. Knowledge, we are assembled here to get knowledge. See, next door people, 
there are people next door on this side and also this side why they are not knowing about krishna although they are attached to the temple why couldn't a planet yes why because lack of knowledge they do not know who they are identity crisis no knowledge whereas we are coming 20 30 kilometers <laughs> to see bhagavan but a person next door not bothered lack of knowledge so this spiritual knowledge the knowledge of krishna janma karma chame divyam very important to understand the janma and karma the activities the birth and the activities of lord krishna is is that spiritual knowledge that is knowledge and that only can give liberation and therefore pralad maharaj is saying here surrender to mukunta krishna and then you will get good fortune all auspiciousness if you do not surrender to krishna you will get what inauspiciousness or bad fortune okay another body now what is good fortune what is bad fortune in the material world good fortune bad fortune everything is bad fortune yeah okay we'll have a small story what is to discuss that okay what's a good fortune bad fortune once many of you may know once there was a guru and he had some very nice two foolish devotees yeah so two devotees who are nice people but foolish okay so the guru said yes today we are packing up melbourne we are going to geelong for preaching yeah let us go but what they found was unfortunately the car was broken down they called the racv the racv said no one day turn around time we cannot come only tomorrow but they already scheduled for preaching so what they said they said let us they thought let us go by the horse but no horse there and finally they ended up with a donkey donkey you know okay fine some mode of transportation okay so what they did was as they were going yeah some of the people on the road they commented what is this stupid people yeah the guru is going the disciples are going and the donkey is also going why don't they make use of this donkey you know such foolish people you know look at the bad fortune they're not even you know they're use, they're going with the donkey but no one is sitting on the donkey so what uh, the guru decided was fine let me i am the guru let me go on the donkey you people will follow then as they were going some other person on the other side they said what is this guru he is such a he does not have any mercy on his disciples he is going nicely on the donkey he is allowing his disciples to walk on either side that is not correct no at least for some time he should give a chance then the guru thought hmm maybe so what he thought is he came out of the donkey and he told his disciples both of you get go on top of it and we will walk as they were going 
they were saying is it the way to treat a donkey two people in one donkey and the donkey is suffering this is not at all good then the guru thought mm, okay not good also so i said all of us let us walk you know will not put but because you got a donkey we'll put all our things on the top of the donkey you know at the back of the donkey we'll put all our belongings and then we will go then the guru said i will follow okay before and then you follow behind let the donkey come and after that the disciples you follow them yeah you listen to the story are you listening okay you listening correct so as the guru was going first followed by the donkey followed by the two disciples as they were going what happened some of the guru's things fell on the floor and they were going then the guru turned back and saw hey this is my danda and this is my turban and that is some vessels are there why you don't pick up then the guru they said you did not tell us to pick up you know because they are foolish people you know only if you tell i'll pick up then the guru said fine whatever falls from the donkey you have to pick it up okay that is a order then the guru was going further after some time the donkey was passing stool urine so they collected with the urine donkey's urine with the guru's utensil and with the don with the donkey's stool they collected in the guru's turban <laughs> then the guru was walking you were saying what is the smell coming out they said guru you told me that whatever falls from the donkey he should collect it so we have collected the urine and stool and kept it for you he said what kind of people are there then the guru thought listen i am going to give you a list this is a list you should pick up this is a list you should not pick up he went into the laptop and immediately made two lists and gave it to the disciples okay you on the right hand side don't pick up you on this side pick up okay yes yes they said they were going as they were going through the hilly portion the guru became tired he said why i want some rest or i'll be on the top of the donkey and go so when the guru was on the top of the donkey and going to the hilly the guru fell down both of the people referred and they left the guru they said he is on the not on the list so this material thoughts ideas they relate you one person will say this is good another person say this is bad so it is highly uh, flexible and it's highly you know temporary we cannot based on that so therefore our thoughts realization action should be based on guru sadhu shastra yes it should be based on that guru but not the foolish guru or something it should be really a bona fide spiritual master coming from the disciplic succession we have to follow that guru sadhu shastra then yes no problem all auspiciousness there is no good fortune or bad fortune everything auspiciousness okay now 
when he talk about the all auspiciousness in nectar of devotion rupa goswami explains in the first chapter of nectar of devotion what is the chapter the characteristics of pure devotional service characteristics in that there are six items mentioned six characteristics out of that we just touch upon the two first points that is kleshagni and subhada this is apt for us because rupa goswami says the first two qualities is applicable for a practicing devotee or a sadhana bhakta those who are practicing devotional service the first two items what is that kleshagni and subhada is applicable so what is kleshagni kleshagni means a klesha means suffering kleshagni means no suffering the suffering comes because of rupa goswami says five things guys listen all of us are suffering because of this five things rupa goswami is saying one is avidya what is avidya ignorance, ignorance. what is it ignorance lack of knowledge what lack of what knowledge material knowledge spiritual knowledge lack of spiritual knowledge what happens if you do not have or if there is a lack of spiritual knowledge what happens immediately you come on the bodily platform yeah see now i do not know spiritual anything you know what i'll do i'll go to the st kilda pub and i'll be drinking beer and then smoking yeah no knowledge everyone is doing i'll also do so avidya's lack of knowledge lack of spiritual knowledge if you do not have spiritual knowledge immediately a person comes on the bodily platform i am this body i have to enjoy okay so what happens as rupa goswami says in steps you know avidya leads to bijam what is bijam material desires he says seed of course it's a seed seed of sinful activity what is that comes because of material desire how the material desire comes lack of knowledge so avidya if you do not have knowledge that your spirit soul what happens immediately you come on the bodily platform when you are on the bodily platform your material desire increases bijam and what happens because your material desire is increasing that will give rise to papam sinful activities just material desire so therefore we will ask what is the problem with the material desire what is the problem rupa goswami says <laughs> material desire will give to papam sinful activity you will do it and then sinful activity leads to karma and then karma leads to suffering see the equation so avidya leads to suffering and for that rupa goswami says the best thing is just take up devotion service sadhana bhakta not even pure devotion service if you take up devotion service then kleshagni goes okay that's the first aspect for all of us for all of us if you take up devotion service the suffering gradually goes because as the devotional service increases the suffering decreases yeah that's the equation like a seesaw when the suffering decreases auspiciousness increases 
See? This is the equation. Now, the second point, what Rupa Goswami is saying is, Subhada, all auspiciousness. Now, for that, Rupa Goswami says four factors. All auspiciousness means, according to us, we will think like this, uh, like the guru and the disciple. Good fortune, bad fortune. What is right, what is wrong, we do not know. So Rupa Goswami says, all auspiciousness, Subhada means, the first thing is, devotional service, it attracts, it benefits everyone. First point. The moment we take devotion service, it will benefit us. What's the benefit? Everything is a benefit. From the cycle of birth and death, everything, our klesha, our problems, our mental problem, physical problem, all gradually will stop. That is, it. What's the point I said, first point? No, no. In Subhada, what's the first point I said? It benefits everyone. Remember this, benefits. Devotion service benefits everyone. Whoever takes devotion service, they will benefit. And the second one is, it attracts everyone. Look at Prahlad Maharaj. Here Prahlad Maharaj is speaking to his friends who are only five years old. And he's attracting everyone. And everyone is listening to him. Yeah? Benefits everyone, attracts everyone. And the third one is, you develop all good auspicious characteristics, qualities. Prahlad, again Prahlad Maharaj. See? All good qualities will come. And the fourth one is, what's the fourth one? Trying to remember. <coughs> Benefits, attracts, it gives superior happiness. The happiness experienced by a devotee is the pleasure that is given by Krishna. It is not the pleasure uh, got by uh, contact between senses and sense object. Not like drinking a coffee or drinking beer or smoking. Right? Contact with senses and sense object. It is not like that. The happiness one gets by performing devotion service is that experience that is given by the Lord Himself as Paramatma. He sees that and He reciprocates. Imagine. And that is love, devotion service. Krishna is not folding His hands and sitting and watching. He reciprocates as a person. So this loving exchange is something only a devotee can experience. That is why this process is so important. Yeah? Because the contact between senses and sense object, as long as you drink coffee, it's okay. It'll for two minutes. When you stop the coffee, no happiness. As long as I keep on, you see some of the people, right? So base, you know, they keep on eating. The contact, as long as they eat, there is happiness. The moment they stop eating, no happiness. Yeah? But this happiness, spiritual happiness, Krishna conscious happiness is always there. Because you are realizing as a soul, it is not temporary, flickering. Got the point there? Because in the material world, there is a concept, Rupa Goswami again explains, there is a concept of boga and tyaga. What is boga and tyaga? Boga means enjoyment, tyaga means renunciation. 
because the way we are made up by krishna with this material energy we have got a body okay this body is full of senses it has got five working senses and five knowledge occurring senses now what happens is as long as we enjoy in the material world yeah we are happy so what happens is boga and tyaga concept how it works is say for example i see a jamun okay i want to eat some sweet so you you take one you take two you take three then four with the difficulty jamun fifth one okay then sixth one no if i take take the seventh somehow you take the sixth one seventh one jamun you say no <laughs> see five minutes back that what jamun was so interesting boga then after the seventh jamun tyaga you hate it eighth jamun if you show you will slap come on what do you think you are i said you wanted jam yes there is a limit so the senses has got limitation 1 2 3 even pizza also kids say pizza 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 then one piece two piece three piece after that take ah, too much not good because that's a capability of the senses it's all limited and then the same senses which was craving boga enjoyment after some time tyaga i don't want it so this concept is there where the mind goes between like a pendulum from here to there boga tyaga boga tyaga so there is no permanent happiness the way krishna has done with our senses you know nothing you can enjoy so sometimes people say i want to see movie okay one movie two movie three movie oh my eyes are aching i don't want to see movie computer games then the hand will be gone see anything food how much kichdi you take now you know yes we are hungry eh you go and take kichdi the prabhu is keep on giving 1 2 3 4 prabhu no that's how it works limitation of the senses boga tyaga principle you cannot enjoy too much but the only enjoyment which is continuous is towards the soul the soul connecting to the supreme soul because the supreme soul is reciprocating and it gradually increases the other problem with the material enjoyment is as the law of diminishing returns as you enjoy your happiness comes down yeah first time good second time third time mm. but chanting pump people chant one round two round 16 rounds you know 32 rounds 46 rounds 64 rounds 192 rounds anyone chanting 192 rounds here no you please try you'll be very happy why is that you're saying the same thing hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 same mantra why are we chanting again and again aigriva is it boring yeah hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 aigriva is it boring why krishna and krishna's name is non different 
There's no difference between Krishna's and Krishna's name. It's an absolute platform. An absolute platform, there is no difference. Everything is the same. Everything has got consciousness. Yeah? The table will speak to you, the spiritual world. Everything speaks. Everything has got consciousness. In the material world, there is matter and there is consciousness. So therefore, there is a difference, duality. But in the spiritual world, everything is conscious. And therefore, absolute. So there is no difference between Krishna and Krishna's names. No difference, same. And therefore, it is powerful. But in the material world, if I chant Coca-Cola, 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 Coca-Cola. <laughs> because there is a difference. Difference is there. And therefore, what happens? After some time, you don't want to even look at it. But, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Krishna's name, Mukunta. So that's the difference. Yeah? Okay, moving further, Srila Prabhupada, in the Prahlad Maharaj is talking in this verse about demigod, demon, human being, extra. Okay, let us try to think of a few instances where do you know any demigod who have surrendered to Krishna and got liberated? Any example? So many examples are there in Bhagavadam. Yeah? Anything you think of, a demigod who surrendered to Krishna and then they got liberated. Come on! Abhai! All of you are talking, right? Now you talk. Now you give me the answer. Not to your friends, to me. Krishna! Agriva, talk. Talk now. <laughs> Any demigod. Okay, first the question is open to the kids. Okay, Bhakta Prahlada groups. And then we will move to Hiranyakashipus. <laughs> okay. One lifeline is given. You can ask your parents or something, you know. You can talk and... Eh? Question you do not understand. That means you are very, very busy. <laughs> you know how today's verse, Prahlad Maharaj is talking about different personalities. Yeah? Are there and all of them if they surrender to Krishna, they get liberation. See, incidentally, thanks for reminding, it struck me. Prahlad Maharaj is a very good preacher. He did not tell his friends, come on guys, all of us must chant today. He did not say, see, very effective preaching. He said, all the people, demigods, devatas, yakshas, you know, human beings, all of them, they will benefit. So you also benefit, they indirectly. So it's very clever, very clever Intelligent devotee, pure devotee, Prahlad Maharaj, okay? Every action is very sharp. So he did not tell his friends, come on, stop this nonsense and come on, let's chant. No, everyone will benefit. So let us also benefit. Come on, let's listen to Krishna Katha like that. Okay, Krishna, so the question is, demigods, akshas, human beings and all that, they, all of them, they surrender to Krishna and they get liberation. There are so many instances in Srimad Bhagavatam where a demigod, I surrendered to Krishna and got liberation. Do you think of any example? Yes, very good. 
What is that? How did they get liberation? Yeah. Yes. All of you listening? Please listen. Yeah. Hey, anyway, mic is there. Bakta mic. Please give it to. Yes. So that everyone here also. Short, huh? we don't want to expand the story. Short. By the blessings of Naradamani, they got a um, life as a tree in the courtyard of Nanda Maharaj. Then Krishna liberated them. How did Krishna liberate them? Uh, they are demigods. When they got the demigod body, they went back to their father's abode, Kuvera. How did they get liberated? What did Krishna tell him? The going to the heavenly planet is not liberation. Yeah, that is liberation. Not liberation. But Krishna said, Oh, Manigriva and Nagri. It's a small kid, okay? He said, Manigriva, thank you. That's good. You have done that. I am very happy with you. Now, what you do, I'll give you back your body. Celestial body. Shining body. Yeah? No need to take bath. <laughs> yeah? Shining body. Demigod body, I'll give you back. You go to your father's abode. This birth, you worship me. And next birth, you're coming back to me. Only one birth, okay? For some time. You be Krishna conscious. This is an assurance given by Krishna. See? So th that's correct. So they went back to Godhead, liberated, demigod. And then, what's the next one? Demon. Vritrasura, good. What happened to Vritrasura, Mataji? Mike, Mike, Bhakta Mike. Quickly and correctly. Because Mataji has been attending husband and wife Bhagavatam classes. Yes, Mataji. With Indra, correct. And he was killed by the, you know, the, uh, uh, the Vajra, which was given here. And then, because he's a pure devotee of the Lord, he was thinking all the time, although he was externally on a demon body, like me, yeah, but, but Vitrasura internally always Krishna conscious. And therefore, it took one year for Krishna, sorry, it took one year for Indra to cut the Neck of Vitrasura, imagine, full-time job. <laughs> One year full-time job to cut the throat. And then he was tolerant. And then he, because he knew I'm going back. Okay, that is good, Vitrasura. And then, human being. So many stories in Bhagavadam. Okay, human, anyone? Any human being surrendered and go back, went back to Krishna? Human, but he's you're talking about a gentle category. Yeah, that's okay. You can say he was in the mode of passion. Okay, good. But they come on the little bit higher category. Although it apparently looks that Dhruva Maharaj is praying, but they're all on that level. Yeah, but so in one sense you can say any other ex person who was not a devotee before, who's. Prigari, there are so many, yeah. And then. Okay. They're all on the pages of... Yeah, Shishupal. okay. Shishupal is eternal servant, Namathaji. That's a demon. Uh, what I thought is um, Avanti Brahmana. He was before, you know, a non-devotee. But he surrendered to the lotus feet of Mukunta only. He says, he says, Avanti Brahmana is saying, Oh, from tomorrow onwards, or I will take this, you know, for whatever the reasons he was suffering in this life, and he took a oath. I will... 
I will uh, make sure that my mind and the senses will be attracted to the lotus feet of Krishna, Mukunta, you know, uh, and I take advice from the previous Acharyas. See, he said, I'm taking the advice of the previous Acharyas and I'll surrender, submit my mind and the senses to the lotus feet of Krishna and he went back. See? And then, who else is there? Yaksha. Yaksha is a bit tricky there. You know, uh, in some places, Srimad Bhagavatam, it says, Yaksha is a, a demon, demonic race. But some other place it says, people are even worshipping Yaksha to get some favours and things like that. So it's a bit category. But again, these Yakshas, it's a bit tricky there, that after Hiranyakashipu was killed, all the Yakshas, Yakshas live in a planet known as Yaksha Loka. Then the Yakshas came to uh, Lord Narasimha Dev, and they said, Oh Lord, thank you very much, because Hiranyakashipu was using as a palanquin bearer. <laughs> when Hiranyakashipu used to go, the Yakshas used to carry him. So that was how Hiranyakashipu was ill-treating all the demigods. And you know, higher classes are uh, almost like a, you can do like a semi-demigod. You know, they are on the higher planet. Okay. Uh, that is Ekshas, but not much uh, much uh, detail is given about Ekshas going back to Godhead, but could be there, okay? But I can't think of it. But this is the one thing I think where the Ekshas came to Hiranyakashipu, uh, sorry, came to Narasimha Bhagavan and they they prayed to Narasimha Bhagavan and said, thank you very much because Hiranyakashipu was using us as a servants and you have given us, you know, uh, kind of uh, free from our sufferings. Okay, and the next one is Gandharva. Yes, he was a Gandharva in the previous birth and then uh, he was also liberated and Ardhamuni is, you know, eternally liberated soul. So like that we see the examples. So Prahlad Maharaj is giving like this. So whoever worships onto the lotus feet of Mukunta, they will get liberation. Okay, finally to conclude, we are going to talk about a story. Yeah, where in that story, we are going to discuss some of the aspects which we discussed already. For example, karma. Rupa Goswami says, right? Avidya leads to karma and suffering. Correct? Were you attentive? I spoke about the first two aspects of sadhana bhakti, where if you perform all the persons doing sadhana bhakti, they will get the benefit from the first two items of uh, six devotional, six characteristics of pure devotion service, which is Kleshagni and Subhadha. Now in Kleshagni, the suffering is said, it is because of avidya, but it leads to suffering and the suffering comes through karma. Yeah? Avidya leads to sinful activities and suffering. So the story we are going to say is a combination of everything, where the karma is applicable even to demigods. Did we think like that? No. We are thinking karma is applicable only to human beings, correct? No. Karma is applicable to demigods also because they are also within this world. So that is why Krishna is again and again saying, just worship me. The demigods are temporary, they'll give you some desires, but again you have to suffer because they themselves are suffering. The demigods also has got karma. That's the first thing. And second, good fortune. Someone surrendered to Krishna. Our today's story is based on Rama. And they got liberation. Yeah? So, 
the story we are going to talk quickly is the story of Agalya and Gautama Muni. You heard of that? Okay. Gautama Muni is a very, very exalted uh, sage. Okay. He lived in Satya Yuga. Okay. Now he married Agalya. Okay. Who is a daughter, who is a, a created daughter of Lord Brahma. Imagine, Brahma wanted to create a female personality, very beautiful, without any flaws. There is no mother for Agalya. Only daddy is Brahma. So Brahma created Agalya so beautifully, like a goddess. Okay? And because of the austerity of Gautama Muni, Brahma knew, okay, this man is not going to misuse my wife, my daughter. Okay? So therefore, got married to Gautama Muni. And they were living in Satya Yuga. In Satya Yuga, whole environment was very pleasant and pleasing. There is no terrorist. There is no bar. Yeah? There is no butcheries. You know, everything is naturally, you know, everything favorable. And they lived in a very serene atmosphere, you know, both of them in a cottage and things like that. So very happy. But this material happiness will not go for a long time. Doesn't matter. Let it be Satya Yuga, Treta Yuga, Dwapar Yuga, Kali Yuga also, okay? The material happiness is only for some time. Sometime happiness, boga and tyaga, like that. Happiness, distress. Happiness, distress. It keeps on fluctuating. Hmm? Now, what happened was, when they were happy, our Indra, the demigod, was having an eye on Agalya. <laughs> Somehow he wanted to marry Agalya, but Brahma did not give it to Indra. Eh? Brahma gave it to Gautama Muni. And so Indra was all, because she is very, just like goddess, imagine. Brahma created without any flaws. See, all of us, you know, we are created body based on some defects, you know, because previous karma, <laughs> some defect will be there. But for Brahma, uh, created Agalya, so beautiful, no, no flaws. Very attractive. So Indra was having an eye on this lady. Mm, so what happened? Once Indra is meant to do this kind of illicit activities, okay, and he gets away also, for whatever the reasons, <laughs> okay. Now, once uh, Indra was planning, okay, let me try to go uh, into uh, uh, Gautama Munish ashram and I have some illicit affair with uh, uh, Agalya. For that, what he planned is, he called his assistant, Sun and the Moon. He said, you manipulate in such a way because Gautama Muni, what happens? Early morning he leaves home for Sandhya Vandana. He used to take bath, probably around four-ish, you know, before the sun comes. They go to the cottage, ashram, hmm, take bath and do the, you know, uh, all the austerities, prayers, Gayatri and all that, then come home, like that. So, Indra, with the help of Surya and Chandra, they manipulated. It looks apparently as if the sun is coming like that. So he told Surya, even at the morning, 2.30, 3 o'clock, you come earlier. And come as if, you know, the day is started. So, and then he told Chandra, after some time, Chandra, you come back again as a night. <laughs> Please follow my order. They said, yes, sir. 
So at that day, one particular day, when you know the sun came a little bit earlier than the usual time, it was almost like you know dawn. Then our Gautama Muni, he said, "Okay, I'll go out for do the austerity." At that time, Indra disguised, disguised as Gautama and entered into Agalya Palace just to have some illicit, illicit affair with her. That's a chance. Now, it is said, there are many versions, you know, of Ramayana, but most of the versions, they say that Agalya is not an ordinary person, okay? She is a divine character because the daughter of Brahma. She knew it was Indra, but what she thought is pride, that I am so beautiful, fine, Indra, the demigod is attracted to me, you know? Like, um, she said, fine, you know, Indra is attracted and therefore, I will please him, like that. Okay, she's also done a mistake. But some of the literature they say, oh, Agalya is so pure, she has not done mistake. But she is also responsible. That's what some of the literature say. So, Indra came. They had an affair, and at that time Indra was leaving. Gautama Muni, the original Gautama Muni, came and saw that. He said, "What is going on?" You know, a lady of your caliber and Indra, you are a demigod and you are doing like this. So what he did, he cursed. See, a demigod was cursed. You know what he cursed? Indra, you are always time and again you are doing like that. So therefore, he cursed so that his genital will fall off. Imagine, that's a curse. Indra god, demigod. Imagine that. It's a big curse, isn't it, for Indra? And then for Agalya, because you are, although a lady, you acted very, you know, irresponsibility, and therefore, you should become like a dull, like a stone. You don't need that intelligence for you to act. You don't differentiate between a husband and another man. And therefore, you become a stone. And she became a stone. From Satya Yuga to Traitor Yuga, almost millions of years, she has to, although, she has a mind and all that, she was compressed into a stone body. Imagine the suffering, you know. It's not easy. And all the wind and cold and all the dust, everything will fall. But she has got the consciousness, but the mind, you know, is there in the stone. But the consciousness, she cannot do anything. It's dull. So she has to suffer. And then, when Lord Rama came, Lord Rama just touched. That's it. And Agalya came back. Because during that time, it is said that, uh, she asked uh, Gautam Muni, what is the atonement for me? I've done a sin. Okay, what is atonement? He said, you suffer, and Lord Ramachandra will come and liberate you. So during that time, she was constantly meditating on Rama, and she had a darshan of Rama, and Rama liberated her. Now, what we learn is here, karma is also for the demigods. Yeah? The demigods are not free. Karma is also for the demigods. We see that Indra is suffering. And then, with Agalya, we see that she was meditating. She had, a, she had difficulty, she had a problem, she was cursed. But what is the solution? She surrendered to Rama and therefore she was liberated. In line with what Prahlad Maharaj is saying. So, surrender is the only process for us. If we surrender, then we will be liberated. We do not surrender, not liberated. Because what happens is in the material world, as long as we continue in the material world, false ego will be there. 
Okay, again note this point. As long as we continue the material world, false ego will continue. False ego will give rise to pride. Pride will give rise to conflict. This is the equation. Yeah? I have a false ego and because of that I'll get pride. That I am a man, I am an engineer, whatever it may be. And because of the pride, I will have conflict with others. And the conflict will give to, lead to suffering. And that is what we see also here in Indra's case, pride is known to always have pride. So the pride is a problem. So for which there is a downfall. So one should not have pride, which will lead to suffering because of false ego. And therefore, the best way to eliminate false ego is by surrendering to Krishna. That's the only way, otherwise it's very difficult. In 18.58 Bhagavad Gita, what does Krishna talk about false ego? Anyone? Machitta sarva durgani ma prasada tarisyasi ahachitva tahankaran nashoshyati vinankashi Krishna is saying, you know, after telling Bhagavad Gita, all the yogas, Krishna is explaining about different yoga systems in Bhagavad Gita. Karma yoga, Jnana yoga, Astanga yoga, Bhakti yoga. After giving all that, Krishna is saying, Arjuna, if you follow my instructions, you will be free from all obstacles. If you listen to my instruction. However, if you act on the false ego, you will be lost. So the false ego is very dangerous. The first component that is produced in the material world is false ego. Because false ego combines with everything. Yeah, first So that's very, very important. Okay? Alright. So we stop here. I'll stop here. And hopefully today there is no break. Uh, Bhakta mic is okay. Yeah? It's not uh, having problems. Yeah? Okay. So if you have got any uh, questions. Comments? Anything? Uh, we will see. Yes, Prabhu. Oh, Mike, Mike, please. Hare Krishna. Um, so much importance is given to the lotus feet. So what is it? Why is so much importance given to lotus feet? I want your comments. Because I hear that lotus feet has got a special flavor and lotus feet has a very uh, you know, soothing effect, cooling effect. So what is your observation about lotus feet? Why lotus feet is, if you render service lotus feet, you get liberation. You got various uh, answers from various devotees. <laughs> Lotus feet, it represents, you know, the literary incarnation of Krishna. You know, it represents the first few chapters of Srimad Bhagavatam, first and the second chapter. Then when you say flavor, Lotus feet, Krishna himself wants to have a taste of his Lotus feet. So what did he do? In the eleventh canto, it says that Krishna is sucking his own tau in toe. Yeah? you know, to see the taste. And the taste when we talk in devotional service is not the taste like eating a pizza or a jamun. <laughs> it's a mellow, Rupa Goswami is talking about mellow, rasa. Yeah? Rasa, you know, taste. 
So when you worship Krishna's lotus feet, you get a taste that is not a contact between senses and sense object. Yeah? It's a taste mellow. It's a relationship. And that is, Rupa Goswami says, there are So five, so five plus twelve, twelve rasas are there. The five are primary and the seven are secondary. Swarupa Lakshana and Tathaksha Lakshana. The five important rasas, right? One can have with Krishna is, one can be neutral and the other one is servitude, Daksha, uh, sorry, Daksha, Daksha and then Sakya, friendship, then parental and Madhurya in conjugal relationship, five kinds of relationship, that is primary. And there is also secondary relationship, like anger, <coughs> ghastiness, fear, is also there in the spiritual world. For example, the primary rasa is all the five. The secondary is all this fear and anger and all that. So one may think, I can't understand what it means, you know, primary and secondary. That means the rasa, in terms of worshipping the lotus feet, is that, See, Mother Ashoda is primarily in the Vatsalya, correct? What kind of rasa, rasa is Mother Yashoda is tasting with Krishna? Vatsalya. Vatsalya, parental relationship. Now, when uh, she sees, Mother Ashoda, when she sees Krishna uh, attacked by the Kaliya, although she is a mother, there is a fear in her. Oh, what will happen to Krishna? See? Whether Krishna will survive or he will, what will happen to him? That fear will come on her. So that is secondary rasa. Fear is there. You know, like that. So when some of the demons, when they look at Aga, Sura, something, some of the gopas, the relationship is friendly, you know, friendship relationship. But when they see Krishna among Aga, Sura, something, they will also have a fear or you know, a kind of anger, oh what is this, we want to kill the demon and things like that. So that is secondary rasa. Like that, one gets a rasa Prabhu by serving the lotus feet. This you can get only by serving the Lord's lotus feet. So you get rasa, a taste, and that taste is a one, like when you like some taste in the material world, you stick on. So this taste will allow you to stick on, yeah, because of the rasa. Okay Prabhu? And there are so many aspects, you know, so many devotees have said. And also, you know, it's as a, as a surrendering process, you see from the feet onwards, you know. You don't look at the person, you don't look like that, you know. Surrendering process, from the feet and all that, yeah? Okay, anything else? Nimai Prabhu. Nimai Prabhu questions are a bit tough because he is a professor in Monash University, but although I will have to digest first and then answer, I'll try my best. Okay. Hare Krishna. Uh, two points I want to mention. One is that Jiva Goswami and Rupa Goswami, they are highly scholarly people. Uh, came from very aristocratic family and they hold very good position in Bengal government office and they renounced everything and came to the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Now you mentioned that uh, the Rupa Goswami uh, mentioned something about 
uh, knowledge, is right? That you mentioned, is there any knowledge or something you mentioned? The, the six characteristics of pure devotion service. Yeah, yeah, In yeah. the first chapter of yeah, No yeah. Nectar of Devotion, written by Rupa Goswami. So, yeah, what did you mention there? You mentioned the first something. one is Kleshagni and Subhada. Yeah. So, what I, my question is that, they are very highly enlightened people. For them, maybe that path is easy, but for common people who are just in the beginning stage, what will be their position? How they will get this kind of stairs. Prabhu, they are eternal associate of the Lord. They have come for a purpose. We cannot compare ourselves with uh, For example, we cannot say, Prahlad Maharaj is only five years, I'm 50 years, 60 years, you know, I can be better, you know, not like that. The eternal associates. The form in the material world is for the pastimes. We don't, in the material world, everything is a form, you know. Form, we are looking at the form, we are attracted. That form is immaterial the material world. It is the internal we have to look. What is inside? Bhakti. Internal path, external path. Yeah. So internally, you know, always external associates. For example, just to give an example, Rupa Goswami, he closes his eye and meditates and immediately he goes to the spiritual world, he will be with the Radharani and all that, Krishna, and then come back. Can we do like that? No, but the goal is the same, is right? Goal is the same. We want to achieve to that stage, to this world. Goal is the same. Yeah, we want to achieve the association of Krishna. Yeah, but yeah. in Krishna also there is hierarchy. There is, there is a, a neophyte, there is Madhyama and Uttamadhikari is there. Yeah. Krishna differentiates, you know. Uh, uh, Uttamadhikari, you know, will be as close as Krishna, you know. We cannot expect it with Madhyama or a neophyte. So there is a level, hierarchy is there also in the spiritual world. Yeah, but you know, see, they're out of the different kinds of liberation. One of the liberation is Salokya, Salu, Saru, Salokya, Sarupya, and all that is there. See, Salokya is means you get liberation. You will be in Vaikuntha, but not necessarily every day you see Lord Vishnu. Like for example, you may be in New Delhi, but you will not see the Prime Minister every day. So, but the devotees of Krishna, they always want to do devotion service and attract him. That's the highest. So, the devotional, Krishna is attracted by the devotion service. So, Krishna, they wrap around Krishna in the little finger. They say Krishna come means he will dance and come. That is what they, not deliberately they do because of the love Krishna is, uh, is melting. So, this is, that can be done only in where this relationship, they use it and to have a good uh, uh, loving relationship with Krishna because of this rasa. But yeah, gopis are not the simple people. They they are these munis in uh, Ramavutar in Treta, is that? Yeah. Wherever uh, the no. Lord comes down, yeah, they descend yeah, also accordingly. Yeah. So they want to, yeah, yeah. yeah. And another question is that you mentioned these three gunas in the material world that bondage us. Uh, so, you mentioned about the Tamo and Raja, but not about Sattva. The Sattva Guna actually, it, it elevates you towards Krishna, is right? Satya, so, uh, in, uh, see, the, the mode of goodness helps us. For yeah. example, mode of goodness means knowledge. Yeah, yeah? it helps us. It's, it's, a, it's a springboard. It helps us to go to devotion. For example, a person who is smoking, 
yeah, and drinking, he will not be more inclined to chant or come to the temple, no? He will go to the movie theater. But a person in the mode of goodness, he likes to go to whatever the temple, Ganesh temple or Durga temple. There he may see a devotee and there he will say, Janmashtami is there on 7th of September, you want to come. Like that he will come. But when you don't go to the temple, where is the question of connection? See, devotees are very rare. That is why mode of ignorance and passion, they don't even go to the temple. Let them go to some temple where they meet devotees and <laughs> come here. But, you know what I mean? So that is why mode of goodness is good because, because already the senses are controlled. And it's very easy to take up the process. And when we say, come on, chant, they say, how many rounds? But with the mode of ignorance, when you say chant, chant, can't, 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 they'll say. You know? So it's good. Mode of uh, goodness means knowledge and happiness. Already they are happy. They are not suffering. So easy to take up, Krishna consciousness. Like all of you guys. So then what is the missing element in Shatta, Shatva? Sattva, the missing element is, they know they are the spirit soul, but the connection to Krishna is missing. Missing point. There is a bulb, but it is not connected to the electricity. So the bulb doesn't burn. It is isolated. It is a standalone computer, not connected to web. What is the use? So a spirit's tiny spirit soul has to connect to the supreme soul Krishna so that he can enjoy in an unlimited way. A tiny spirit soul can enjoy in a tiny insignificant way. But the tiny spirit soul, if he is connected to the supreme soul, he can enjoy in an unlimited way. That is Krishna consciousness. It is up to us to connect or to not to connect. If you want the maximum enjoyment, you can enjoy like Krishna. Otherwise, suffering only. Yeah? We can enjoy in a tiny, insignificant, insignificant way. But if we connect to the Supreme Lord, a tiny soul can enjoy in an unlimited way. That is what is yoga, connection. So Krishna is explaining that in Bhagavad Gita. Different connecting so process. Is, is through the, the senses you can connect. Then the missing element is the onurag? Or what you can say? Onurag is, is the, the missing, missing element? The missing element is service. Service to Krishna, activity, Krishna Anusilanam. Anu means following the previous Acharya, Silanam is activity. So Srila Prabhupada says devotional service. Devotion is for the heart inside, service is externally, for the senses. We are a combination of, we are a combination of body and soul. Soul is love, body is service. So devotion service, Srila Prabhupada never say devotion. Devotional service, we have to do service. So that is a missing point. Some form we must serve Krishna. All of us, some way we should serve Krishna. Some service we must do. Otherwise, it's useless. <laughs> no, but this service will come with roti, isn't it? Roti, that means the, the likingness or something like that. Otherwise, you don't go to service somebody, serve somebody, if you don't like. So you need a roti first. What is the, what is the problem? No? Roti. Roti means the… the Rati, yeah, Rati. yeah. Attachment. Uh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, by mercy also it comes here. Yeah. Devotees association. Devotees can give Krishna. See, we say mercy from Krishna, right? Krishna is not going to come and give mercy. So, say for example, I want to, you know, talk to a person 
and I want to tell them, please chant and all that, then Krishna gives the mercy through the devotee. It is not that Krishna comes. It is through the devotee only Krishna gives mercy. Krishna does not want that person. But if the devotee goes and gives a chanting beauty, Krishna says, fine, go. So the mercy comes through the devotee, not directly from Krishna. Although it is from Krishna, but through devotees. That's how it works. Krishna is not going to come and inspire and say, come, you know, and say, come on, take this uh, chakra and come back to me. <laughs> They so, have to do service so, through the you know, so association of devotees. Does this mean like, like that, if a magnet, magnet has the quality of attracting other magnet or repulsive or it can uh, attract iron, iron rod. But due to the, uh, maybe some mud or some uh, ignorance, cover of ignorance, uh, the Devotee who are in Shatthaguna cannot expose his quality or he cannot come close to Krishna. That, that, that you mean or so he needs to clean himself to come towards Krishna or somebody will Not help. Needed. That's what the verse says. Whether you are yeah. a demigod, mode of goodness. Yeah. Whether you are a human being, mode of passion. Whether you are Rakshasha, mode of ignorance. It does not matter. Simply come to Krishna. Because a puring process is done by Krishna, not us. We need not have to clean ourselves and then come to Krishna. Just by coming to Krishna, Krishna consciousness is a one-step process. Yeah? Other step process like yoga, like karma yoga and jnana yoga, you have to clean yourself and then realize you are a soul and then take the process. In Krishna consciousness, you can go dirty and Krishna will clean for you. It's a purifying process. Lord cleans it for you. So, it does not matter whether you are a smoker, alcohol, drug addict, any addict, just come and chant, all will go. This is our process. Yeah? So, you need the association. How do you start that process? So, who is drunk or who is uh, who is a smoke or he somebody? He will come gradually. First, he will hear and slowly, you know. Okay. Gradually, he will hear, you know. That is... He, he will go. But he should have a little bit of faith. Some faith should be there. Point zero 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 one. Faith. Then, Krishna will take care of the rest. That faith, Shraddha is our process. Our process is not sense control and then come to Krishna. Our process, do you have a faith? Do you have some faith? One percent faith? Then that's it. Take this chanting bead. Have you got a faith to hold the chanting bead? Then Krishna will do the rest. Can you come to Srimad Bhagavatam once? Can you look at the beautiful face of Radha Ballabha once? That's enough. Our job is done. Yeah. Okay, thank you. The purifying process. Okay. I agree. Huh? Yes. Back the mic. Thank you for the wonderful class. My question was, you said in Sobada, um, the devotional service attracts everyone, but sometimes the devotees, when they, they, uh, they leave Krishna consciousness, so then how do we understand that? Because it's said that it attracts everyone and benefits everyone. They can go now. Krishna will drag them and come later. It's a matter of time. Just a few days, few hours or few years, you know, gradually, you know, wherever you go, he will drag, oh, you've forgotten me, come on. And if they don't come on, slap. But normally he doesn't give, but sometimes slap also. So better not to leave Krishna. Why do you have to go and get the slap and come back and again surrender to Krishna? Better surrender to Krishna and become more, you know. So, but once, that's it. 
Maybe if they are too bad, not this life, but next birth Krishna will take care. But some, they cannot escape. Yeah? We are either prisoners in the metal world or prisoners in the spiritual world. <laughs> we, we are always, you know, we are either uh, under the control of metal energy or spiritual energy because we are so tiny. We don't have the power to be separate. We are always controlled because we are tiny. Yeah? Okay. Thank we you. Stop here. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Shri Mat Bhagavadam ki. Srila Prabhupada ki. I don't know. Come here, show, show to your mom. Mother, I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to Ah, 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 ah,